Hey there, welcome to the Music Business Backdoor. This is chapter one, Time to Reach Higher. If you purchase this book, then chances are pretty good that you've been gigging for years. You've been doing live shows, live concerts, um, weddings, perhaps um, other events, and you've been getting all kinds of compliments. People have been telling you, you sound great. You guys have an amazing band, or if you're a soloist, um, you, you have such a beautiful voice, you sing so well. And it's finally started to occur to you that maybe it's time to turn this into a career. Here's the thing. The, the moment you jump in and make this decision and make the commitment, you realize that you've hit a brick wall. You have no idea where to start. No one seems to be discovering you like you thought. You know, all these people are telling you how great you sound. And still, there's no line of managers out the door waiting to come and sign you with this multi-million dollar deal like you were hoping would happen. So what's that magic ingredient you're missing? So I created this book for talented singers, bands, songwriters who are just really good at what they do. They're getting compliments, they really do well, they're talented, and they have absolutely no problem putting in the work required to become the best if they don't think they're already there. And as a matter of fact, they don't think they're already there, so they're always working on this and improving. They've tried to figure out the music business on their own, but the, the pieces aren't adding up. It's not making any sense. The, the, even the books don't seem to give you that clear path that you were looking for. Perhaps you're intrigued by the idea of residual income from your music, but again, you have absolutely no clue where to start. So just to give you a quick introduction to uh, my background into the music industry, I started out as a songwriter. Um, you know, big dreams and all kinds of aspirations of mega stardom, but no plan. Through a strange twist of events, I ended up meeting Shaggy. And to cut a long story short, together we wrote some of his biggest hits ever. In the process, I ended up learning a ton about commercial songwriting. And as a result, you know, I ended up singing some songs with him as well. So I ended up touring with him as a background singer and a lead vocalist. And that part of the process led me to pick up some pretty effective techniques to get the most out of your live performances and even interviews. What was strange though, was we weren't creating hits consistently. And it took me a while to figure it out, but years later, it occurred to me that the reason we weren't always hitting, it was very inconsistent. Sometimes we'd hit, sometimes we wouldn't. It was because we weren't following a proven path. After a few years, I decided to take a break from music, um, got married, had some kids, and in the interim, I decided to take a job at a radio station. I was offered a job because of the fame that I'd achieved from my, my collaboration with Shaggy. And so someone offered me a hosting gig in a morning show. I figured, hey, I have no skills in that regard, but what's the worst that could happen? Turned out to be one of the greatest learning experiences of my life. Surprising to me, although I already had, had been affiliated and already collaborated on huge hit songs. We're talking about um, this album that went to 10 million plus sales. And I still hadn't figured out why. Working on that radio station was very revealing to me. I started to notice patterns in the music that we were playing. Combining that with the books that I was reading and the, the in-depth conversations I was having with the industry professionals, now having this new perspective, knowing what questions to ask, I finally figured out what we were doing wrong. And more importantly, how to fix it. From pretty early on, I understood that the song was the key. Nothing starts without the song. And once you have the song, now you can finally start going down that path to success. But I never quite understood why some songs work and others didn't. 
Now, finally understanding the true purpose of a song was an epitome for me, a very huge turning point in the way I approach songwriting, because it helped me to understand why songs hit and why others don't. And it didn't have as much to do with whether we loved the song when it was done or not. There was a whole lot more going on. This absolutely changed my whole approach to songwriting, making it way easier and significantly increasing the chances that we'd make consistently good hit songs. You see, now, after learning all the things that I learned after having done it well, then not done it well, and then done it well, and then not done it well, and then finally figuring out what was going wrong, I had a system. A system that starts with the song, but doesn't end there. Starts with the song, ends with packed live shows, licensing agreements, endorsement deals, consistent residual income, and etc., etc. Now, before I go any further, I should insert a disclaimer here. As much as I sincerely believe that everything that we're, we're going to be going through in this um, audiobook works and works really well, no one can say, okay, this song is going to be a hit and no with 100% certainty. There are many, many moving parts in place. While we do have control over, over certain parts of, the, of this machine, there are other parts that are just completely out of our control. For example, the market. The market is very fickle and all it takes is for something to change in the news and what was going to work and be an amazing hit song today suddenly won't work tomorrow. Just wanted to drop that in there to make sure I don't give you any unrealistic expectations. Now, the great benefits of this system included, first of all, I was no longer staring at blank pieces of paper, wondering what to write about. Songwriting in the past was this merely creative exercise where you waited for that inspiration to hit you, and then you quickly grabbed a pen and paper and jotted it down before the moment passed. While this is still a very important part of songwriting, I finally have a system where that's not the only part. I don't depend entirely on that. And in fact, I can do other things to inspire this, to kind of initiate it on a much more regular basis. It's the first step, no doubt about it. But it continues as part of a much larger strategy designed to inspire audiences, as we as songwriters have been inspired, create demand for live shows, and command premium fees for public appearances. It's one small part of a much bigger strategy. Now, a surprising side benefit to this whole approach was that it doesn't put me at odds with my audience or with record company execs. Instead, it creates demand for what I do and builds strong relationships, which, trust me, is the key to success. Now, as you go through this audiobook, you're going to learn a bunch of things, including how to build a large and growing database of song ideas that is already waiting whenever you sit down to write a new song. No more twiddling your thumbs trying to get into that particular corner of the room at the particular time of day when the sun is shining in a particular way to wait for inspiration to hit you. You're going to have a way to tap into a growing database of song ideas that you've been working on. You're going to learn how to plan out your song ideas even if you're not in a position to write them at the time that they come to you. You know, it's not always convenient for you to hum a melody when it comes to you or to, to start singing a hook when you think of it. Because, I mean, you, you just could be somewhere where silence is required. Maybe you're in a bank or doctor's office or something and an idea pops into your head. There is a, a particularly structured way that you can put these ideas down somewhere that you have easy access to so that you can go work on them later. You're going to learn how to write songs that your audience actually wants to hear. And you'll know that they actually want to hear this because you went and did this research first. You're also going to learn the tools that you'll need to set up your very own, very capable recording studio at home. You're going to learn 
the one part of music creation that I highly recommend you outsource, especially in the beginning and even afterwards. You're going to learn simple tricks to increase the chances of getting radio airplay. And yep, I can see you rolling your eyes, but it's still a thing, still a very important thing. You're going to learn how to make your band more attractive to potential managers and record labels by making some minor tweaks. Very exciting stuff coming up. Now, if you're already writing decent songs, a few tweaks to your approach can have you writing significantly better ones in a matter of a few weeks. This, of course, can put you well on your way to a full-blown career in the next 12 to 18 months. It's quite an exciting ride you're in for in this book, and I can't wait to show you. So in the next chapter, we're going to dive into the system that turned this whole thing from a hobby into a career for me and how it can do the same thing for you. I'll see you there.